Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Oh my gosh, Peyton's really into this one. Heidi Heckelbeck makes a wish. Chapter nine. Oops-a-daisy. Heidi, Heidi dashed to Aunt Trudy and pounded on the door until her aunt opened it. Good heavens, Heidi, what's the matter, she asked. Heidi threw her arms out and began to cry. Hush, hush, dear, said Aunt Trudy. Gently, everything's going to be all right. She walked Heidi inside and they sat on the couch together. Aunt Trudy offered some tissue to Heidi. Heidi plucked plucked one from the box. Something awful happened and something awful is happening to me, she wailed, and I don't know what it is. Talk to me, Aunt Trudy said. Heidi dabbed her eyes with the tissue. It all started when my wishing spell didn't work, she said, sniffing. I tried to fix everything with the wishing spell, but they but those didn't work. Eat those didn't work either. And then when I checked the book of spells to see where it went wrong, the words on the page disappeared. Aunt Trudy tapped her finger on her cheek thoughtfully. Hmm, she said. We need to retrace exactly what you did. Heidi nodded. Now, did you make any substitutions in your spell? Her aunt questioned. Heidi thought for a moment. Well, I did make my own flower dew, she remembered. I used a daisy from Mom's garden and I sprinkled it with tap water. Aunt Trudy raised her eyebrows. Oops-a-daisy, she said. That's a problem. You can substitute rain, rainwater for dew, but not tap water, honey. Oh, so that's why my wish for sunny skies didn't work, said Heidi. But it still doesn't explain why I lost my powers. Aunt Trudy crossed her arms and looked deep in thought. Hmm. Everyday wish spell has a warning, don't they? Her aunt asked. It's in the fine print under the spell. Heidi nodded. Yes, it says to be careful what you wish for. And I was. You're probably right, her aunt said. But let's review everything that you did so we can see if we can find more clues. Are you stressed out? She's not going to be able to get magic anymore. Okay. So Heidi told her aunt about everything. She told her about the trip to the botanical gardens and her bad mood at school. She told her about getting soaked on the way home from the bus stop. She even mentioned the argument with Henry. Then I went to my room, wrung out the rain in my water, water out of my hair, jumped in the shower. Aunt Trudy sat thoughtfully as she listened to the review. Were you anywhere near the potion? Oh my gosh, that's so cute. Were you anywhere near the potion when you wrung your hair out? Heidi thought for a moment. I was sitting at my desk, she remembered. The straw hat was the straw hat potion was on my desk in front of me. Aunt Trudy smiled. Aha, now we're getting somewhere, she said. I think back. Did you make any wishes while you're at your desk? Heidi shook her head. I don't think so. But then her eyes grew bigger. Wait a minute, I did. I wished I wished I wasn't a wish anymore. Oh, uh uh-oh. Aunt Trudy held her arms out wide. Ah, there you have it, she said triumphantly. 
Heidi's face fell. But how can I undo my wish? Aunt Trudy patted Heidi's leg. There's only one way to reverse a wish like that. Heidi looked at her aunt hopefully. You must find three people who make a wish in your presence, Aunt Trudy explained. Then you have to grant each wish without magic. Will you get him? He's going to fall. Hold on, guys. We got to move our puppy. Oh, little baby. Okay. Yeah, don't fall down. <laughs> he was, his head was off of the bed. <laughs> okay. Without magic, Heidi said in disbelief. Oh, yes. Without magic, her aunt repeated. Heidi flopped against the back of the couch. <laughs> More like, oh, no, she moaned. Without magic, this is going to be impossible. Wishy-washy. Bring. Oh, chapter 10, sorry. The bell rang for recess. Heidi shoved her math book into her desk. She had decided that she would do whatever she had to do to get her powers back. And now was her chance. She had rainwater in her hair. Yep. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's true. She had rainwater and then she wished. And she dropped it in. Yep. She bounded down the stairs and the playground into the playground and caught up to Lucy. Got any wishes, she asked, using a straightforward approach. Lucy and Bruce wrinkled their brows. I mean, if you could wish for anything in the world, what would it be, asked Heidi. Mm, I've got one, Lucy began. I guess I've always wished I could have my own panda bear. Heidi frowned. That's unrealistic, she said. I know, said Lucy, but it's something that I've always wished for. Bruce pushed his new glasses up the, with the bridge of his nose. Well, I wish that I had a supercomputer, he said. Heidi tipped her head back to one side. I'm not sure I can help you with that one either. Bruce laughed. I wasn't expecting you to. Heidi turned to Laurel. Do you have a wish? Laurel scratched her head. I wish that I had a slide that went from my bedroom all the way down to my swimming pool. Heidi jerked her head back. You're kidding, right? Laurel shook her head. Why would I ever be joking about a thing like that? Then Melanie Maplethorpe, who was listening as usual, tapped Heidi on the shoulder. You know what I'd wish for, she said. Heidi could only imagine... I'd wish for a brand new princess. Yeah. I'd wish for a brand new beach cruiser, but since I already had that, I wish for a pet unicorn, she said. Heidi rolled her eyes. Oh brother, she said, this is gonna be harder than I thought. Melanie scowled. And what's that supposed to mean? she said. Heidi looked at Melanie's puzzled face. Oh, never mind, she said. You wouldn't understand. Then Heidi turned her nose and walked away, which was usually what Melanie did. But today, it was Heidi's turn. Look, she probably flipped her hair and put her nose up in the air and walked away. Chapter 11, Going Through Hoops. Heidi leapt over the hopscotch course without one single, with one single hop. Oh, without one single hop. How am I supposed to grant wishes without magic? She wondered herself. Then she heard someone shouting out from the basketball court. She looked over. A basketball had gotten stuck between the hoop and the backboard. I wish we could get our ball down, shouted fourth grade girl named Carly Coleman. Carly banged on the basket with a post in the palm of the palm of her hand. Heidi stopped in her tracks. A wish, she said to herself. Now that's actually good, huh? 
She scanned the playground for something that would reach that basketball hoop. There was a broom and lead, leaned it on the side leaned on the side of the school building near the court. It belonged to Mr. Fortini, the school janitor. He was raking up the leaves by the swings. He won't miss this broom for a minute, Heidi thought. She sprinted across the blacktop and grabbed the broom. Then she raced back to the basketball hoop. I can help, Heidi said. <clears throat> she jammed at the ball with the broom, and it came <clears throat> free and fell to the ground. Huh, maybe a witch really can do magic with a broom, she thought. That was funny. Carly grabbed the ball. Thanks, she said. Anytime, said Heidi. And then she returned the broom where she had found it. Mr. Fortini waved at Heidi, and she waved back. One wish down, two to go, Heidi said to herself. She looked at the clock at the top of the building. There was only 15 minutes left of recess, so she would have to work fast. Chapter 12. No problem. Heidi scoured the playground for more kids with wishes. She visited the swings and saw Henry trying to pump his legs. He hadn't quite learned how to swing. Will you give me a push, he asked when he saw his sister. That's cute. Heidi grabbed Henry's swing from behind. Wee! Henry cried again. Oh, if you only wish you'd... I only wish you'd push me higher. Wait. If you only say, I wish you'd push me again, Heidi said. But Henry didn't like being told what to do. Again, push me too, shouted Dudley, Henry's best friend, who sat on the swing beside him. Heidi moved to Dudley's swing and pushed him as hard as she could. Again, shouted Henry and Dudley. Not now, Heidi said. I'm on, I'm on a wishing mission. She walked away. And strolled around the monkey bars and the slide, but she didn't find any wishes that Heidi had noticed. Stanley Stonewrecker sitting, was sitting on a bench with his math book open. She wandered over to him and sat down beside him. What's up? He, Heidi asked. Stanley let a big sigh. I'm working on math homework. He said, I wish someone could explain how to solve these problems. I stink at them. Heidi scooted closer. I can help you, she said. Stanley was surprised and looked at Heidi. Really? You'd do that? Definitely, said Heidi. Give me a problem. Stanley pointed to the word problem that he'd been working on and read it out loud. Mia's mom baked 41 cookies. Scott's dad baked 38. Mia sampled three. How many of Scott's... How many... Oh... Scott sampled four. How many cookies made it to the school party? Okay, I don't understand why that would be hard for him. (laughs) That's easy. Okay. He studied the problem. This is easy, she said. Not for me, said Stanley. Word problems get me all mixed up. Well, if you write each step down, it's easier, Heidi said. Let's see your notebook. All right, we're going to pause in the middle of this chapter because we're a little bit over and we have a couple more chapters left to go, guys.